Hi everybody, welcome to episode 24 of the Photography Explained podcast. In this episode, what does shutter mean in photography? I'm your host Rick, and each week I will try to explain one photographic thing to you in plain English in less than 10 minutes without the irrelevant details. My aim is to explain things in just enough detail to help us with our photography and no more. As I established in the last episode, I'm explaining two photographic things at the moment because I'm twice weekly. I'm toying with the idea of going once weekly, but um, I do find I'm actually enjoying this. Anyway, back to the question. You don't want to hear me waffling about myself now, do you? You just want to know the answer. Quite right. What does shutter mean in photography? This is my answer. The shutter in a camera controls the amount of time the camera sensor is exposed to light. When you press the shutter release button, the shutter raises and lets light into the sensor. You set the shutter speed, which is the amount of time the shutter is open and the sensor is exposed to light. So that's it. In normal times, when your camera sat there and you're not doing anything with it, the shutter is closed. It opens when you press the shutter release button. That's probably all we need to know about this one. So thanks for listening. See you on the next one. No, I'm just kidding. Why a shutter? Hmm. The more I look into things, the more confused I get about how these things have evolved, shall we say. Then again, if you look at evolution of most things, it's odd. So let's just accept it for what it is. So last episode, I talked about aperture. And one of my starters for 10 was, what's an aperture made of? And the answer from Canon, Sony and Nikon was, we're not telling you. Now then, what's the shutter made of in a camera? I asked Sony, Canon and Olympus, and guess what? They're not telling me. I had a look at the shutter on my Canon 6D. It would appear to be metal. No surprise. Nothing earth-shattering. Does this really matter? It doesn't really. I don't really care. I was just curious, really, about what they're made of. It was nothing about a blatant attempt to make Canon, Sony and Olympus aware of me and my podcast honest. So why is it called a shutter? Well, shutter's a shutter, isn't it? It opens, it closes, it lets light in. You have shutters on windows, why not? Turns out this is one of the few logical terms in photography. What is the shutter speed? This is the thing that you can set. And as I explained, probably quite badly, in the last episode, the aperture and the shutter speed combined control the amount of light through to the sensor. The shutter speed is quite literally the time the shutter is open, exposing the sensor to light. So what is the shutter speed range? As exciting as reading the the aperture scale out was last week, I will tell you what the shutter speed range is, and we're talking in full stops here. I will explain this more in the exposure triangle, but this is the shutter speed range. This is going to be more dull than the aperture scale. The shutter speed range in full stops is one second, half a second, quarter of a second, one eighth of a second, one sixteenth of a second, one thirtieth of a second, one sixtieth of a second, one one hundred and twenty-fifth of a second, one two hundred and fiftieth of a second, one five hundredth of a second, one one thousandth of a second. You get the idea. There are longer shutter speeds than one second, and there is a setting on most cameras, which is B for bulb. Why it's called bulb, I have no idea. But with bulb, you press the shutter and you have to hold it. Although there's other ways of doing it these days. I'm talking about back in the day. And when you let go again, the shutter goes up. I should add that to my notes because bulb is one of those things. So a, a conventional shutter speed range would be from, say, 30 seconds to one four thousandth or eight thousandth of a second. I think in general terms, the more expensive the camera, the broader the shutter speed range. But yeah, 30 seconds to one four thousand is um is quite standard bulb gives you a lot more time which reminds me of something else i need to add to my list of episodes about neutral density filters 
the only filter I use. Okay, so from one second to half a second, we are halving the amount, halving? Halving the amount of time that the shutter is open. If the shutter is open for half the time, the shutter is letting half as much light into the sensor. The longer the shutter speed, the more light gets into the sensor. The shorter the shutter speed, the less light gets into the sensor. That's the general principle that's important here. So you get the idea. What shutter speed should I use or should you use? I never know whether to say I or you because I know what I mean. And when you're listening, hopefully you're not, you, you know what I mean. The number one answer in photography is it depends. So the shutter speed depends. It depends on what you're photographing. It depends if you're holding your camera, handheld or on a tripod. I take the vast majority of my photos on a tripod so it doesn't matter quick tip here if you're taking handheld photography if you're using a focal length of 50 millimeters your shutter speed should be faster than the reciprocal of that now i don't understand what reciprocal means but if you put a one in front of it 50 mil lens your shutter speed needs to be faster than one fiftieth of a second this is a general rule but general rule but a very good general rule for handheld photography if your shutter speed was one sixtieth of a second and you wanted to shoot at 100 millimeters what do you do Forgetting image stabilization and other clever stuff, what you could do is open up the aperture by one stop, which allows you to choose a faster shutter speed, because you'd be choosing a faster shutter speed, letting less light in. But by opening up the aperture, you're letting more light in, which compensates. I'm going into exposure triangle, aren't I? Okay, so fast shutter, less time will freeze fast moving action. Slow shutter, the shutter is open for longer. If you're handheld, you'll get camera shake. Again, I think rule of thumb is below 1 60th of a second, you're at risk of getting camera shake. You can get camera shake at faster shutter speeds if you're rubbish, but you should be all right 1 60th of a second upwards. I use a tripod, so it's not an issue. I'm normally looking for a longer shutter speed than a faster shutter speed. That's because I'm photographing buildings and things that don't move. But if you're into sports, you'll want to use a faster shutter speed if you're photographing people running, football, rugby, squirrels, anything really involving movement. I don't need to be that specific to her because you probably understand if something's moving fast or not. You don't need me to tell you that. I'm photographing a building, it doesn't really matter. I'm more concerned about my aperture. So my camera's on a tripod, I select the aperture, and the shutter speed is what it is. It doesn't really affect me. Handheld shooting, shutter speed is more significant. And to get longer shutter speeds, because I think a lot of this is self-explanatory, you can use things called neutral density filters, which cut even further the amount of lighting. Okay, we're nearly done here. So shutter speed range, one second to one thousandth of a second. One second, you need to be on a tripod, lots of light comes in. One one thousandth of a second, you can shoot handheld, but you've got a lot less lighting, so you need more light. Obviously, the shutter speed and the aperture and the ISO combine, but we'll get onto that soon, I promise, when I revisit the exposure triangle and explain it properly. What's next? It is. Sorry, I'm struggling there, aren't I? What's next in the Photography Explained podcast? I explain exactly what ISO means. So I will say thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you understand what the shutter speed is and what it means to you and why it's important. If you did, please leave a nice review and rating wherever you get your podcast from. And also, please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you could also tell everyone you know about my podcast, that would be even better. Probably best if you tell one person who might be interested. Don't tell everybody because they'll just look at you and go, don't like photography. Check out my website, rickmacavoyphotography.com, where you can find out all about me and my architectural photography and construction photography work. 
And also you can find my blog where there's lots and lots of stuff about photography that I've written. And my website, you can also get in touch. This is how you can ask me to explain something to you on my podcast. I can chuck it on the list, which is on my website. Probably needs updating. I think I said that last time. And if I do answer your question, which I will, I will give you a shout out. This episode was brought to you by the power of optimism that 2021 is going to be a better year. I've been Rick McAvoy. Thanks again for listening and giving me 11 minutes of your valuable time. And I will see you on the next episode. Cheers from me, Rick. My brand new course, How to Become a Real Estate Photographer, Straight Talking Advice for Beginners to Get You Making Money Quickly and Build a Career, is available to buy now. Find out more at rickmacavoyphotography.com forward slash courses.